Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben. Taylor Swift: The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Join Reddit on Wiki every Monday and Friday for some of the most jaw-dropping stories Reddit has to offer. With each episode, John, Sean, and Josh meticulously curate the most engaging content from Reddit, transforming it into a podcast experience filled with laughter, awe, and sometimes disbelief. I, I bet. Get ready for a roller coaster ride of emotions with the most captivating stories from the corners of the internet. Subscribe to Reddit on Wiki wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it's your favorite podcast, TSFS. Today, oh my gosh, two of my favorite guests. Well, I mean, one, Olivia Plath. So when the whole pandemic, like right before the pandemic kicked off, Olivia Plath was awesome enough to do the Sarah Fraser show. She was on the show. And it was like a huge interview. She really, she really hadn't given an interview since season one of TLC's Welcome to Plathville had ended. And she revealed so much that that uh, Olivia and Ethan had not spoken to Kim and Barry since the show had wrapped. Um, Kim's motives for wanting a reality show and she clearly had sheltered her kids. And at that time, we didn't know there was going to be a season two. Well, fast forward to this fall, November, 1st of November. Welcome to Plathville season two dropped. And, you know, again, huge hit. Three households divided, Kim and Barry and their younger kids, Ethan and Olivia living on their own, and then Micah and Mariah pursuing their music and act and, and modeling careers. So today, Ethan and Olivia Plath are on the show from Welcome to Plathville, and they dish it all. It's so good. I'm obsessed with this show. I feel like Welcome to Plathville is truly one of the only actual reality shows left because the way the kids were raised, it, it's all true. Kim and Barry Plath, they never exposed their kids. They were all homeschooled, very religious. They never had cell phones. They never drank Coke. They never had sugar. They never like went anywhere. They, they never even, we find out in season two, they never even graduated from high school. Like they never even got GEDs. Kim and Barry didn't even see them to that. 
I feel like nobody kind of lives like this anymore unless you're sort of like, you know, the original Aborigine people in Peru. Like, no, I mean, how do you not have an iPhone? So anyhow, this show is so genuine to me. And yet the kids are obviously very resentful in some ways to the parents. So this interview is tell all. Is their marriage in trouble? They reveal that. They have a crazy story about Kim and Barry not taking them to the doctor when they were little. And also kind of clearing up some big rumors that have been online. Micah doing um, gay modeling shoots. How does the family feel about that? So many other things. Okay, here are Ethan and Olivia Plath from Welcome to Plathville. Anyway, oh my God, Olivia Plath is back. And this time with her husband. Ah! <laughs> Ethan Plath. Oh my God, Ethan, welcome to the craziest show. I mean, I... <laughs> for honest, real. For real, we're insane. You're for lucky real. that I'm not already drunk. And I'm just like in love with you guys and the entire show. First of all, how are you two... We're going to make this really quick. We have like 20 minutes. We're in, we're out. So I want to get to the nitty gritty. How are you two doing? I root for you all the time. How's the marriage? Thank you. The marriage is great. <laughs> we're, we went through a rough patch. Um, and I know that we've talked about that on the show. Like that's something we're not going to hide because we know it's something a lot of people can relate to. But putting down some boundaries and making space for ourselves and getting some counseling was really, really good for us. And we're doing better. I was going to say, and Olivia, I know I told you this, Ethan, my husband and I have been together like eight years, married a little over one. We went to couples counseling before we got married and it was literally the best thing we ever did. Because even if you have a loving relationship to start, it's just so hard to go deep. You, you know, we all work, you have busy lives. You guys are also managing, obviously, family lives and in-laws. So then to try to like build your foundation you need help so the therapy yeah. was successful yeah like it gave us some things to work with i feel like it gave us some more tools in our <laughs> toolbox um obviously we got married very young with not a lot of life experience so tools in the toolbox are always helpful for building a relationship and guys what do you think was the biggest challenge for your relationship was it in-laws and outside influences or was it just you two like just being married young and really like trying to grow together i would say i mean of course getting married very young yeah and trying to grow together does kind of pose a lot of issues but there's no doubt about it in my mind one of the hugest issues we had to face was my parents mm -hmm. And oh, you don't say different. you don't say Kim and Barry are challenging. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. <laughs> so but therapy gives you boundaries, right? Isn't that the greatest thing is yeah. like it's, they give you ideas. And Dan and I have been through it, too. Like, you know, you have to build your own foundation. You have to have boundaries with whether it's your boss at work or your in-laws, you know, so they gave you those tools. Yeah. Boundaries was something that we hadn't really talked a lot about in our relationship until this year. And I like specifically remember earlier this year in one conversation, Ethan said, why is everything about boundaries? Because it was just like a foreign concept we weren't taught growing up. So it's been a lot to learn, but a very good learning curve. Right? Isn't it awesome? And it's like you can actually create healthy boundaries without being nasty. Like you can just say, you know, you can just state it and then their reaction is kind of on them. You know, you can do it in yeah. a loving way. Ethan, yeah, one of the things I see on blogs all the time, and I don't know if you guys, because Olivia, at one point you were kind of adjusting to all the criticism, so I'm going to ask you about that. But one of the things I think people say about your relationship now is they feel like, Olivia, you're going to outgrow Ethan. You guys, when you hear that, does that make you nervous? Do you think it people don't really know your relationship? I mean, 
poor you, Ethan. You know, you get you get all the criticism here. <laughs> what do well, you think? I mean, I have to jump in and say, first off, Olivia is definitely the better half. I'll give no. her complete credit. No. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but, you know, I have heard a lot of that. I have heard people say that. And it kind of it irritates me, kind of like, you know, pisses me off a little bit because I feel like they are talking about stuff they really don't know. And they don't really know you and me. And I'm, I have full confidence that, you know, you won't outgrow me just as long as we continue to grow together. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the bottom line. Yeah. Well, I think that we've also realized the picture we were given for marriage is not what it actually looks like. Um, we were raised both with the idea that, like, to be in a good marriage, a husband and wife had to think the exact same thing. And we've realized that we're two different people and we're going to grow in different directions sometimes. And we're going to come up with different philosophies and different belief systems for life. And that doesn't mean we're not compatible. It just means that we're going to have to learn more about compromising and giving grace to each other. Oh, my God. 100 um, percent. OK, let's talk about everyone's favorite subject, Kim and Barry Plath. I mean, you know, it's like, OK, you guys, Olivia, the last time you were on the show, you, you had obviously talked about that you, the relationship had been strained. You all hadn't spoken to them. Now we see a show where really it's three different households. How is the relationship now with Kim and Barry? There isn't one. <laughs> yeah, there is. There really? Is never Still? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I haven't spoken to my parents in forever. Um, and I haven't seen or spoken to them since last October, so. Okay, yeah. but it's funny. For me this season, it seems like Barry and Kim are sort of on their heels. Like, it seems like they... they is this an act or is this true? But they kind of seem more like apologetic, like they're trying to talk to the younger kids. Um, obviously, that we see the scene where she shows up, um, you know, with Mariah um, and Lydia. Lydia comes over to Mariah's house. Kim comes with her. Okay, do you guys think that is true? Because I sort of feel like they're lost, like they're trying to search for how to wreckage and save this family. Is that true or not? Um, I mean, everything on the show you see is real. A lot of people say it's scripted and it's not like you can't manufacture emotions. Like everything that you see is real. Um, sometimes there might be little pieces. It's kind of like if you have a book about a true story, but um, you need to like have a couple little filler pieces to make everything flow and make sense. There are those little pieces that are added in um, to help everything flow and make sense. And honestly, like neither one of us watch like entire episodes. So I don't even see like what they do or anything. Um, so I feel like I'm not qualified to really speak about what they talk about, what they do, because we don't really watch them. And guys, did they reach out to you at all and like extend an olive branch and you guys are like, hey, we're just not ready or like you don't hear anything from them? No, no, there wasn't. There was no such olive branch or any even attempt to pluck an olive branch. <laughs> Oh my God. So Ethan, how are you feeling about that? I mean, you know, now your younger siblings, Mariah and Micah, we'll talk about them. They've got thriving careers, but I mean, wow. From being so close, being so sheltered, like, are you okay with not speaking to them? Are you still working through resentment or how do you feel? Well, I mean, I'm totally okay with not speaking to them because <laughs> as of right now, I'm still furious with them, but I am sad that, you know, that, that affects that directly affects my younger siblings. Mm -hmm. I feel I feel I feel bad about that. I feel sad, but I mean, I I just trust that when they you know get to be an adult, maybe they understand things a little better. They're walking through a, a similar situation with their you know 
their spouse or, you know, loved one that um, maybe it will make sense. What are you furious with them about? Is it is it the way that you were raised or is it the way they've treated, you know, Olivia and the two of you in your marriage? What what's so infuriating? Uh, it's absolutely both of those things. Um, you know, you don't really realize a lot of stuff when you're just a little kid growing up in an environment mm-hmm. that you think everyone else grows up just like you. And then you get into the real world and you realize how <laughs> short, how you fell in what you should have learned and been schooled on. And and then also a large part of that is um, how they treated Olivia and me in return. I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Okay, and what is, can you guys clarify, because this was an interesting part to me. It, Mariah and Micah, when they go see them, really kind of confront them that you guys never, eat, or at least the two of them, never finished high school. So is that the standard? Like, did they not, did you finish high school? Did they see you through? Or Because Mike and Mariah are really upset. They're like, we're not even really necessarily qualified to get a GED. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's been a big frustration for a lot of us kids because we were homeschooled, quote-unquote homeschooled. But, I mean, if you had put any of us kids up to a test, we wouldn't have been able to pass it. Well, wow. homeschool is a really generic term, and it covers a lot. And, um, yeah, sometimes that- kids aren't given what they needed. Wow. I know. And, and because that was like, I thought that came out of left field because, you know, they present Kim and Barry present like, you know, they've really done you guys a favor by getting you through high school. You know, we, we all thought you guys had high school diplomas and could go on. That's, you know, so to drop the ball like that is crazy. Um, all right. Talk to us about Mika and Mariah. They're doing amazing. Um, they're living in their own house, which, um, you know, I, I love it. It looks like a frat house already. people were like you guys went from this like really nice like bible farm to these two are like in a frat house how do you guys what's your relationship like with them um we don't see mike and mariah that much because unlike last year when we spent a lot of time together this year they're busy they're making friends they're you know figuring out schooling and jobs and careers and honestly just on a path to like self-discovery so we don't see them very often, but when we do, we have a lot of fun together. Yeah, I mean, you and I are very busy to start with. Mike and Mariah are also very busy. They're, Micah travels a lot. Yeah, we're um, all figuring our ish out. Mariah's <laughs> got a boyfriend now, so it's like, you know, life yeah. gets very busy. Okay, Micah's modeling career is taking off. Are you guys, like, are you so happy about this? I mean, it's exploded. Like, last year, he was hot. He was doing some things. Now, I mean, I never see the man not in a speedo. I mean, he is like, yeah. I mean... Has, does he put his shirt on when he hangs out with you guys? No. <laughs> Not always, no. Okay, Ethan, how do you, do you like his modeling career? 
I mean, I I love <laughs> the fact that he's you know trying to model. I I would never model in the same field that he's modeling in. <laughs> it's a little too out there. Um, yeah, I don't see you doing He went form. a 180. He's like in gay magazines. He doesn't. I mean, I think it's awesome. He's like, yeah. are you? Do you think your parents are secretly exploding? I mean, this guy's on the cover of Boys Magazine. I, they must be losing their minds. Yeah, I think. They I think it's the yeah, internally. <laughs> I mean, and I'll be honest with you, I I kind of have like it makes my head spin a little bit. Like, okay, I get you want to be a model, but you sure about that? Are you sure about that? You sure? <laughs> the thing is, like. Obviously, I've known Micah for, what, six years now? And I think of, like, the Mike I used to know, and he was the same for five years. And then in the sixth year, all of a sudden, he has, like, become a completely different person. And I honestly feel like I don't even know him anymore. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> but it has been fun to watch him, like, find himself and what he wants to do. I love it. I'm waiting for the day that he joins OnlyFans. And then Kim and Barry really explode. I mean, that'll be, like, it. Okay. Um you guys, the last time we left season one, and I wanted to follow up, Mariah really wanted to pursue a music career and move to California. Is there any update with that? Um, Mariah has been... Yeah, she's written a lot of songs, and she's songs. worked on her music. And, like, I know um, you will... Whoa, excellent kick the sand. You will see some of that in season two, and she, you know, writes more songs and kind of figures out what she wants to do with her music. And Ethan, I mean, it appears like Kim and Barry obviously have done fairly well financially. When you guys leave the house, do they cut you off or do they like send you guys money? Do they help out in any way? Like, are they helping? Oh. Right? No. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know all the details of exactly where their finances are at. But I will tell you this. All of us kids growing up had to pay for everything ourselves. Our clothes, car insurance, our cars, everything. I never received a dime from my parents. And in a way, it's like, Oh man, because I see people my age that got you know lots of stuff, and their parents are said like this one friend of mine. She's like eighteen or so, and her parents said they'd pay for her car insurance on a brand new Mustang till she's twenty six. I was like, man, I could have saved a lot of money. But then again, it's like you know you look around at what you have and what you've done, and you realize it's all you, and that's a great sense of pride. And I think it's the same thing for Mike and Mariah. Like they are financially independent and they work jobs and they provide for themselves and they pay for their rent every month. And honestly, like I'm really proud watching them make it um, and kind of defy the odds. Uh, holy smokes. Yeah. Cause you know, you kind of think, well, maybe Kim and Barry are sort of helping them out, you know? And I think there was a lot of rumor about that season one, like, Oh, maybe Kim and Barry bought you're all, you know, you guys a house or something, but it sounds like absolutely not. I mean, you've been, no, no, we worked not. our own butts off. In fact, one time when I was still living at my house or when I was still living back at the farm before we got married and before I bought this house, I had a bill to mail and my mom was going to charge me like, 58 cents or something about that amount to run the bill to town because I was a little like it needed to get in the mail that day. Oh, so. you know, it's 15 minutes. What a drive. <laughs> Ethan, what do you think <laughs> now, now going through therapy, right? And your therapist always has like conversations about your parents. What do you think Kim and Barry are trying to do? Is this just totally a religious belief system? But I mean, in a way, it seems like they have all you guys. They they charge you for your life, then they don't really see your education. What do you think is really going on with them? Um, you know, I mean, it's hard to say, really. I, I know that my mom has got, like, 
a lot of issues from her past that I really don't believe she's ever fully dealt with. And I feel like that plays a large part into kind of why she is the way she is or who she is. Um, and, you know, <laughs> I don't know if it'll ever change. So, I, I mean, and it is. And Olivia, we talked about this when you were on the first time. I mean, the amazing contradiction is they are so sheltered, but yet obviously there's something in Kim that wants to be on television, that wants fame. Um, which in is... fact, if I could, if I could point to this right now, one thing that I would like to clarify that people ask me all the time is how did the how did the show start? Who pushed for the show? Who wanted the show? And it was my mom. My mom wanted the show. She was the one that pushed for the show for over a year. All of my siblings and my dad said no. Then when my siblings and my dad said no, both you and I said no. <laughs> and over like after a year of trying to get everyone to do a show, and my mom was the one pushing for all that. We ended up here on the show. So it's kind of ironic that she's the one that really, really pushed for it. I mean, whose phone did she borrow to Google the executives of TLC? I mean, she obviously was out. I mean, she got you guys the show. I know that's the contradiction with them. Yeah. Um, all right. I want to yeah. do like rapid fire. And what? But you brought up a great thing, Ethan. What other things do you guys want to clear up? Because I feel like the show is popping. You guys are doing great. They brought it back. And I see the blogs. It's like even bigger now, you know, even more rumors, even more dissecting your life. What else do you want to clear up for people? Well, first and foremost, <laughs> I would love to clear up the fact that we don't have any intentions of separating or leaving each other anytime nope. soon. And I think a lot of people, you know, like we had talked to earlier, they're like, oh, you guys aren't the last, she's going to outgrow you or whatever, you know. But. Yeah, well, a lot of people think that, like, Ethan went from a very controlling mom to a very controlling wife. And I think that also gets cleared up later on in season two um, as we both, like, begin to not only work on our marriage, but also, set, like, have our own separate growth. And we don't agree on everything. And I think that's healthy um, to show that and just to show that we are a regular couple, that we have had issues. And we've talked about divorce. We've decided to kind of buckle down and do the hard work. I love it. Um, Olivia, tell me about your business. How is it going despite COVID? And I actually had read an old article where you were saying that fans of the show were reaching out to clients of yours and like <laughs> giving feedback on the show or going, oh, I don't believe that you would pay to fly a photographer. Has that stopped? That's nuts. It, it was really shitty after season one. Um, I did yeah. have people reaching out to clients and saying nasty things. And I had a couple of um, couples that backed out and were like, okay, we don't want anything to do with this. And so I had to refund them. And then got through season one, went through a really deep run of depression, started doing better, and then COVID hit. And honestly, it was a really rough summer, um, just figuring out everything from like a business standpoint. I'm self-employed, like I own a small business. And having all my weddings rescheduled for next year made it really hard. And so, especially in the first two episodes that have already aired, a lot of people thought I came across as really bitchy. And like, again, it's just an example of you don't know everything that goes on in someone's life. And I was hardcore struggling at that time. We were having counseling. We were you know, dealing with all that and then COVID and business stuff. So I will say that like as season two goes on, it, like I'm much happier. I started to work through some of that stuff. I started going to therapy um, and just like figuring things out from a business standpoint. So yeah, the first two episodes weren't my time to shine, but it's coming. 
Uh, it, yes, we all know. And I get to see you like behind the scenes. And I, I feel like you're such you guys are both so sweet and genuine. It's bananas to me how people read into shows, but whatever. Um, Ethan, I need to know, have you learned to cook anything else? I mean, you were struggling with those pancakes. I was like desperate to come through that TV and help you. I mean, what are you cooking now? Um, I'm pretty good at frying eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Come on, Ethan, come on. Um, ham sandwiches, do those count? <laughs> no. I am no cook. Spaghetti, spaghetti, I can make. Like homemade, like are we doing meatballs spaghetti. and a sauce? Your spaghetti's okay. That's yeah, all right. No, like he cooks the pasta and adds a jar of sauce. Yeah, but again, good. you know, he at least and he cheese, can feed don't himself. Forget the cheese, don't forget the cheese. What you didn't see was the pancake that he cooked. Yeah. It was actually black and hard as a rock and he played frisbee with it later. <laughs> Yeah, when I ran out in the backyard, it was a great frisbee. You could have broke glass with it. Well, I'll tell you, you're, you are one hell of a mechanic, but also I need to get you a gas gauge. I mean, the amount of times you're out of gas, I can't even. <laughs> I know, I know. I, don't, I was with you, girl. I'm like, okay, enough. Wait, are you? have you purchased a new vehicle or motorcycle? Anything you're working on? <laughs> oh, sorry, it was cracking up. What did you say? Um, have you purchased like... A new vintage car or motorcycle, anything you're working on. Oh, have I purchased anything new? Yeah. Like, are you tinkering um, around with anything else? Like, are you fixing up lawnmowers now? I mean, you are quite a mechanic. Yeah, I am. I'm, I am right now working on my very first car that I ever bought. It was 1950 Chevrolet Fleetline. Um, that car's kind of in progress. I pulled the motor out and or I'm rebuilding it and. Got new floor pans for it because they're kind of rusted out. So I hope to kind of get it back on the road. But, um, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you are going to be like West Coast Chopper. Like when this show ends, you're going to open like a car shop. You and Jay Leno. I mean, oh, man, I would love dream. to meet Jay Leno. <laughs> what? You can easily meet Jay Leno. How is TLZ not helping you? You need to go do a Jay Leno special with him. You know as much about cars as he does. <laughs> I would say he knows more than I do because he's got a, a wide variety. He's got, even got yeah. steam cars and like all kinds of cool stuff that like no way I have or know much about. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Jay, we are not putting water in this goddamn thing to take a ride. I mean, that is insane. <laughs> okay, wait, guys, how did you feel? Lydia's play, uh, prayer closet got a ton of heat. Do you guys find that creepy or do you feel like that's just who she is? Oh, no, I totally feel like that's just how she is. I mean, I don't find it creepy. I just think, you know, that's who she is. I think it's sad, honestly. Really sad. Yeah, I. you know, it's one of those things, like, you don't want to judge people, but it, it... Lydia also seems like she's ready to fly the nest, but, like, feels more guilty, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I haven't seen Lydia in a long time. And mm. as much as I would like, love to reach out to her and have a relationship with her, we don't really have one. And so, you know, I just, I hope she does well. Yeah, you guys are always so like, you know, you're so thoughtful. Where do you think, like, what would it take for you all to come back and have a relationship with Barry and Kim? I mean, did they really have to come with you with, to, with a sincere apology? Or, or what would it take? Well, I mean... Yes, a, ser a sincere apology, first off, because we have not gotten that. Um, and then just be, like, trusted and not stalked and spied, like, whenever I'm over there with my siblings. I mean, I'm I'm 20, 22 years old, never, ever done anything, to my knowledge, to break my trust. 
um, no, break you my you parents' trust. Me. And, you know, I can't, I can't be around my siblings without my mom, you know, well, yeah, I mean, we've, and... we've done our part as everyone saw in season one, we had multiple sit downs, multiple talks with them. Uh, we've done everything on our end. And so I think like right now, as much as anybody would want a happy, healthy family relationship, we realize it's just not something we've been given and we're just focusing on us and making us healthy and happy and moving on and putting some space between us. Um, yeah. Two last questions for you too. So having lived through both very religious households, what is your take now on organized religion? Do you guys go to church anymore? Um, or do you just feel like you were raised so toxic with it? Or do you feel like it's about having a relationship with God and you can't judge that on what our parents did? Yeah. Yeah, I think coming out of like a very patriarchal, very conservative legalistic church, I had a, a big problem with religion for a while. And like, I knew I wanted it in my life, but I didn't really know how it fit in my life because like I, growing up in like a homophobic and racist and toxic society, I knew I wanted none of that. And I was trying to figure out how to reconcile that. And we are a part of a church down here and I absolutely love our church family. Like we would not have made it through the past two years without our church family, but I also see religion so differently now, and to me, it's something that's incredibly personal. It's about my relationship, and like, there's no place in there to force that on anyone else or to be judged for how I choose to live. And Olivia, how about your family? I know you were working on your relationship with them. Has that gotten better? Yeah, my parents and I, like, obviously, I had to work through my childhood, um, and I think the biggest difference is my parents have been very apologetic and also have made significant life changes to raise my younger siblings different and to make things right with me. So that's the relationship I'm currently still working on rebuilding, but it's good. Hey, that's a silver lining. All right, you guys, what's next? We've seen you guys drink alcohol together. We've seen, uh, Olivia, we see you get a, a belly button piercing. Um, you know, we, Ethan, you say you're no to tattoos. What is next, guys? Are we going to do mushrooms? Are we going to, what, what is like the next thing? Like where, what, like there's so much life to live. What are you guys doing together next? Oh, I'm not doing mushrooms. That's true. <laughs> well, like we obviously can't. My obviously sister can't. ate one of those and all her hair fell out at five years old. <laughs> Wait, did she just go out and forage for one and just like ate it? <laughs> oh my God. Let me guess. And Kim and Barry probably never took her to the hospital, right? So she, like her hair is just like falling out. Did they take her to the hospital? Tell us. Um, no, they, they didn't. Um, it Actually, it wasn't mushrooms. Was I just berries? say, yeah, it was berries. It was some type of berry that she ate. But anyways. Was she tripping her balls off or she just lost her hair? Just lost, yeah. Yeah, it was like all a long process. Off. Took like a year. Yay. <laughs> Okay, what what are we doing next, guys? Well, we can't give away any spoilers for the rest of season two, but you will see us have some adventures together, and you'll see us talking about how to gain space and have a fresh start. Okay, guys, I adore you both. You're amazing. People need to stop judging you. You two are salt of the earth, great people. Uh, new episodes for Welcome to Platteville season two, Tuesday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ethan, it's a treat to meet you. I can't wait for COVID to be over because I'm driving to Georgia just to hang out with you two. Yeah, we have a guest oh, yeah, room. Oh, I'm coming, coming to stay. <laughs> yes. Love you both. Oh, that's something we're trying. What? What are you trying? Cigars. Oh, we're going to go, go have a cigar after this. Okay, go have a cigar. Oh, my God. <laughs> Inhale and hold it, Ethan. Treat yourself. Okay? You should take a video of this because I'm going to be coughing and running around like a <laughs> Adore you both. Bye, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for having us. Bye, honeys. <laughs> Love you. Yes, see you soon.
Thank that you. was awesome, you guys.